Eagles are. Episode 48. Yep. Exciting. We're almost at 50. Almost at 50. Can't How many more it. weeks? Two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm checking. Remember that time? <laughs> We're like the Walking Dead's back. You're like, yeah, like in a couple of oh, weeks. Oh, yeah, that was my... Well, you know what? Somebody put something online and I went with it and I should have done my research. <laughs> yeah. So I have to check your math. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I want, I want to clear a couple of things out. First of all, I'm David Brody from Elvis Duran. The Morning Show, that's, of course, Jamie from Light FM in New York. Tweet us at walkers underscore talkers and, of course, on Instagram, same. Okay, so a couple of notes of things that I learned since our last podcast. Okay. That don't have anything to do with episode 712. Okay. Okay, so I have to give props to Ronnie at Make a Path Presents on YouTube because he referenced something that I we must have missed. We You missed something? I must have missed I'm something. I'm shocked. Well, thank you. <laughs> Always have a supportive co-host, rule number one. So the note that Daryl got that we now know that Sherry left for him said, go now. Yes. It had a key to his motorcycle and a match. And we had thought that the match was to burn the papers and no one would find the note, which makes sense, right? Yeah. But what we missed was, because it went by really fast, and I don't think they expected everyone to catch it because it was really fast, she left a trail of matches to lead him out of the sanctuary and then used the matchbook to keep the door open so he could get out. Oh, I missed that. So the match was to let him know, follow the matches. Oh, so it wasn't to light anything on fire. Right. Oh. So we missed that. Wow. But I, I guess everyone did. Nobody called us yeah, on I it. I didn't. Yeah, I'm going to have to go back and look because I don't even remember so that. So don't tweet us now and say, oh, I knew the whole time because you never said anything before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if you're like, oh, my God, I never realized that, you're in the same boat with us. Yeah. Same boat wow. with us. So. He must have been watching that in slow-mo or something to mm. catch that. Yeah. He, well, he put up a picture and showed... Matches on the floor as Dallow was running. Oh. But I didn't notice I it. didn't know. They didn't show him looking down saying, match, follow it. No. I'll have to watch, the, ep- go now. watch the episode again. Go now. Yeah. Uh, Winslow, our favorite armored walker yeah. from the junkyard. Uh, during a panel discussion at Walker Stalker in London, showrunner Greg Nicotero, who directed last night's episode, we're recording this on a Monday, by the way, so last night's episode, uh, he said that, uh, as it turns out, Winslow was not just some random walker that they put armor on. This is according to Greg. He was someone who challenged Jadis for Ooh. supremacy of the junkyard, and he lost. And how are we supposed to know this? Well, I guess that's what they 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 tell the actors things, yeah, so that they will react a certain way, yeah. So apparently, they told Jadis this, oh. so she would know how to talk about Winslow. Okay, but they don't necessarily tell us that. Yeah, well, that's some important information, Greg Nicotero. Well, I guess that's. So that maybe it will find out later on or that we'll know that Jadis doesn't mess around. Yeah. Um, and speaking of Greg Nicotero, he was on a show last night that I didn't know existed. It's a show called After the Dead, which airs Sunday nights at 10 o'clock up against Talking Dead. And it's by comicbook.com, who we get a lot of our articles from. We love uh, reading uh, the Walking Dead section. Uh, on their Facebook page and at comicbook.com's YouTube channel. And then the next day it's on comicbook.com. You can watch it. It's a show hosted by Brandon Davis, who's a big Walking Dead fan. And he interviewed Greg Nicotero last night. Wow. So I'm not going to watch it instead of Talking Dead. Yeah. But I'm I'm going to watch it now maybe Monday morning. I'll certainly check it out. So again, it's called After the Dead. It's it's one guy and two two women. I didn't catch their names. And what channel names. is it on? Uh, it's on comicbook.com's YouTube channel. Oh, okay. And comicbook.com's Facebook page hmm. live. And you can watch it on comicbook.com the next day. Wow. Yeah, another That's show. A big guest. Another show. And yeah, 
why I understand Greg Nicotero wants to spread the Walking Dead love, but why is he going up against Talking Dead? Yeah, I'm a little surprised by that. <laughs> and Talking Dead, we'll we'll talk about this later. Not one of their best episodes. Not one of the most informative episodes. Uh, but we'll we'll cover. Yeah, that. we'll cover that. And I have a couple of tweets I want to read from people. Uh, but let's get started. Uh, the title of the show was "Say Yes," episode seven twelve. Now, before it started, did you think it referred to Jadis and him saying yes when she said "Say Yes" to her deal to go get guns, and they were out looking for guns? Did you think it meant "Say Yes," meaning Rick was going to propose to Michonne? Absolutely, I thought Rick was. I thought Rick and Michonne. You're such a mush. I well, you know what? They were having so much sex, and like they were so into each other. And Rick kept wanting to extend the trip, and they were the way she was looking at him. She never looked at him like that before. I was like, he's gonna do it. He's gonna do it. So right you now. thought say yes was that? Totally. Okay. As it turns out, we heard say yes later in the episode. Yeah, and I was wrong. And well, you may well, have been I was wrong. Semi wrong. Okay. He, we'll talk about that. All right. But you were. Then, and did you see the carnival ducks? No, I didn't. Right. They, so I guess it was just like Carnival it, Ducks was a teaser. That there will be a carnival. But, but there not, were no, we didn't see the ducks. We didn't see ducks. Hmm, I feel ripped off. I know. Like I, I do at most carnivals. <laughs> so maybe the, they were there somewhere. Maybe they were there. So the episode starts with Michonne and Rick driving uh, far uh, in their van. We saw a lot of this in the trailers yeah. for this week. Did you notice that all of a sudden they were sitting by the by the van and there was a little fire going? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden like a drum beat starts and, yeah, it imme- well, and it's a quick edit. Yeah. Like there was a scene or something. There's an annoyingly quick edit. All of a sudden, they're busting into a house looking for supplies. I thought that was... Okay, so I'm not the only one that was like, what just happened right there? It was like the TV jumped and skipped. It was skipped. bizarre. Okay, so I'm not a fan of that. I don't know what it was. No. Uh, but maybe it was them dramatically trying to show like as much as they're calm... They got to get to action. Yeah, because I was like, oh, I actually thought in my head, wow, they're actually showing them having a down moment. And then the drumbeat happened and they're kicking indoors in in two seconds later. I guess that's artistic license, but I I had to back up. I'm like, did I miss something? I I agree. I thought that was odd. He didn't say to her, well, uh, let's roast some marshmallows. You want to go kick that door in? (laughs) It was nothing. So a little weird. Um, So they go looking for supplies. Did you notice when they were going through the junk drawer of the house, there was money there and they seemed to ignore it? Yeah, I actually thought about that too. I'm like, it means nothing anymore. But just in case the apocalypse gets solved, <laughs> I would have stolen. Maybe I like would have taken the money. Some 20s in there. But that's the way the world is, and I think they made it a point to show you the money. They didn't care. Yeah, I, don't I know. thought they should have grabbed some of the clothes. <laughs> yeah, but that wasn't their priority. So. They wanted food and guns. Yep. So, because they didn't have either of those, they had sex in the house. <laughs> Lots of sex. Lots of sex. <laughs> uh, and then, and then Michonne, they're back in the van. And she gives him his daily affirmation. Did you catch that? She says, are we going to win today, Rick? Are we going to win today? She pumps him up. Yeah, yeah, right, because she needs to do that because he's been depressed. Yeah. He says, we need batteries for the walkie. That was his the big mission. We need batteries. They, uh, they're walking through the woods, and they hear uh, a noise. It's two saviors playing golf. Now, if you weren't paying attention, you wouldn't know who they were. But did you catch the dialogue between them? You know what? I couldn't hear. I was. You know what? I was reading the labels on the truck that said food and batteries so right. i didn't hear what they said the, by the way that sign might have said might have just said here's the stuff rick and michonne are looking for yeah literally we, what need, they a, need. we need batteries and there's a truck with batteries <laughs> I, and food. Uh, hold on i haven't done this in a while i call bullshit <laughs> i call bullshit because if they had said we're looking for batteries and food and a porsche there would have been a porsche <laughs> there i call bullshit so the reason i know there were saviors 
is that one of them said, if I hear one more time about Fat Joe, oh. I'm, and I'm going to go crazy. So they definitely knew about Fat Joe, which was the one line they could use to let us know that yeah. they were saviors. In that short amount of time. Okay. They look at them. They look at each other. The next thing we see is that they're back in the van. They've got pretzels and batteries in the walkie-talkie. So here's my question. Did they sneak up to the back of the truck while the two guys were playing golf and steal them? Or did they kill both of those guys? Uh, I just assumed they kind of were stealthy and just... What word? What is that? Stealthy. Stealthy? Is that a word? Yeah. Stealthy? Yeah. No, stealthy. I thought you said something else. No, stealthy. So they were st- you think they were stealthy, Yeah. And grabbed they- a battery... And then left. And the pretzels, and then left. I, th- I figured they just grabbed the whole case that was labeled batteries and food. I don't know if they would have gotten away with the whole bucket. But then, well, maybe they did kill him, because don't you think opening that and, like, pretzels make noise, the bag, they would hear that? Here's what I'm wondering. Because there's been a lot of debate about them cutting down on the gore and the violence, and they said, no, we didn't do that. Did they kill them and cut it out? I feel like we would have, they would have insinuated that they killed them. I think they they did. See, here's what I think happened. I think they killed them, and they got back in the van with the battery and the pretzels. Right. Yeah. And then when they edited the killing scene out, there was they didn't they couldn't go back and refilm insinuation. Yeah. So the I, insinuation was the battery and the pretzels. That we got their stuff. But they were on the They're back dead. of a pickup truck, with the flap down. Yeah. Couldn't have been easier. I feel like they would have been caught. Like the only vehicle these guys could have had that would have made it easier was a pickup truck with the flatbed drop down. Yeah. <laughs> with the sign facing them. Batteries and food. Batteries and food. <laughs> So, I'm calling double bullshit. <laughs> bullshit on the items being there. A triple bullshit. Tri- oh, triple. Bullshit on the batteries being <laughs> okay. there with the food, because that's what they happened to say they needed. Yeah. Bullshit on the fact that they didn't show them being killed or not killed. We don't know. Yeah. And bullshit them having the only kind of vehicle that would allow them to sneak up and take it off the back of the truck. True. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> Hashtag triple bullshit. <laughs> Is that our hashtag this episode? I think that's... that. Well, let's see how this... this I like this. Hashtag, hashtag triple, triple bullshit. Triple bullshit. Although, I may have a triple bullshit on Jadis. Yeah, you came by to I see me I did come by your radio station at Light FM. And you said you have three... I, I have three points. Three problems. Uh, three, three problems. Maybe not... So maybe triple problem. Uh, not triple bullshit. So they're back in the van. They have the stuff. We don't know how they got it. Michonne wants to go back home. She's like, we, let's go. It's been two days. And Rick talks her into driving just a little bit more. He's hell-bent on staying. Because he likes the sex. Yeah. And the guns, maybe. But mostly the sex. All right, so that's where the credits roll. <laughs> when we come back from the credits, we're at Alexandria. This is the scene we saw in the trailer where people couldn't figure out who was wearing the flannel, and I said, it's Tara. Yeah. It's Tara. Rosita is pulling out the stitches in her own face. Oof. Never a good move. Tara comes by. She tells Rosita, it's all going to be okay. Don't be so upset. We have the numbers. We just need to find guns. So Rosita says, do you know where we can find any gun, uh, many guns today, this week, this year? And Tara's silent. She's Doesn't like, say a word. Finally, she just says no. Mm-hmm. Rosita says, we need guns. I'm going to find them. Now, you know your friend is about to go risk her life looking for guns. Isn't this an opportunity to open your stupid mouth and talk about Oceanside? Uh, yeah. No, she doesn't do that. No, she doesn't. Doesn't do that. Back to Rick and Michonne. Pretty much the focal point. By the way, Rick and Michonne was trending last night. Oh, it wasn't Michonne? Because I think they should win Power Couple of 2017. They should. They should. I mean, come on. Well, the, there was a Power Couple that won something on Talking Dead last night, which we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll get to later. So Mich- Michonne sees a deer. She's out guarding the, the van. And she goes and grabs her gun. And Rick is like, what are you doing? He's like, uh, it's a deer. 
So Rick says, I owe you a deer from that time I told Negan she's got a deer, she's hiding out in the house. And they took it. They took it. She, I owe you a deer. So they go to follow the deer, and the deer gets away. They don't know where the deer went, but they see a school, and that's the scene that we saw in the trailer where they, the uh, army guy has the gun on his back. Yeah. They kill him pretty easily, take his big gun. They find some bullets on the ground, and Michonne's like, something serious happened here. There's a, a lot ago. of dead soldiers wearing their guns, which means they were killed wearing their guns somehow, Yeah, but not in the head. And there's a lot of people with their hands tied behind their back. We don't know if the soldiers did that to them, if somebody else like the saviors came by, but yeah. I don't think that happened because they find all those supplies later on. Everything was still there. I mean, they got a lot of stuff. So we don't know what happened, but there was a carnival at the school. Question, when they walked on the roof, yes, the second they yes. stepped foot on there, I knew what was going to happen. Yeah, so you're, you're jumping ahead, but uh, let's get to that. Well, I'll jump ahead. When they got on the roof, the first thing I thought of was when the walkers fell through the roof of that supermarket yep. and killed killed Beth's boyfriend, who she didn't seem to think about five minutes later. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Beth, like, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, uh, by the way, I'm, I'm going to reference that in a few minutes about people and dead people and remembering them. So um, Rick says there's serious rounds here, meaning the shell casings might be serious guns. Cut to Rosita in the scene from the trailer. She's outside a house. She approaches the house, and you called it the wife of the well walker from season That's one or two. That's what she looks like. It looks a like fat, bloated Ugh. female walker comes out of the doorway. Rosita starts stabbing it in it the chest. It like yellow shit coming yeah. out. And- she cuts its throat, really, so we could see what comes out of its neck. Yeah. And it was red stuff, and yet they said it Ugh. was um, uh, a blood bag and a pus bag or something. Oh, my God. Came out so of- disgusting. Right. That was one of the grossest walkers I've ever had. And again, she really only cut the thing's neck so we could see stuff fall out. Because you know kill it, cutting How'd its neck. How did she get so bloated? The walker wasn't floating in water. Maybe she was in a tub. Ugh. It was it was actually disgusting. Maybe she had gout. <laughs> like in her neck. I don't know. So she kills it. God. She goes in the house and she comes out. All she found was a toy gun. Oh, she was mad. She was not happy. She had that crap all over her. Yeah. Back to Rick and Michelle. Yes. So they climb up on top of the building of the carnival. Um, and they see walker soldiers and civilians still wearing their guns, what we talked about. They're all, like, fenced in. They're Right. So they're fenced in. They're up on a roof, and I knew they're falling through the roof. Oh, yeah, me too. I, like, the second the foot went on the roof, I'm like, they're going to fall through. We've already learned the roofs aren't stable anymore. Yeah, they're water-soaked. But, okay, so they haven't fallen through yet. Yeah. <laughs> Rick asks Michonne if he thinks they can do this. Can we clear this whole area out? And Michonne pulls out her big sniper rifle, shoots a target in a carnival game, and says, yeah. Well, I thought... Well, she must have been practicing more. Because remember that episode? She, right. like, fired 11 times and missed every time. And now she nailed this carnival target. So she's gotten better. Now, a, I, a I, lot better. I think I've referenced this in previous podcasts. In the comic books, Andrea is Rick's girlfriend. Yes. Andrea's not dead in the comics. As of when I mentioned this at this point in the show. Yeah. Andrea learns to be a sniper. And Andrea, oh. as a sniper, has a big scene involving the Saviors and Negan and... And so it looks like since Sasha, I'm sorry, we thought Sasha might be the sniper because she's really good at sniping. At sniping. At sniping. (laughs) But now it looks like Michonne may completely take Andrea's role and play the role of sniper in this thing coming up. Yeah, I was a little shocked she made that target. So she's getting better. Yeah. Now, as far as Andrea still being alive in the comics, from what I understand, the new episode of The Walking Dead comic book is a big episode for Andrea in the comics. Ooh, okay. Which is episode one, issue 167 maybe, or something like that. Which is years from now. Okay. So, 
whatever happens, happens. But I'm wondering, whatever happens to Andrea in the comics in this particular episode, the issue of the comics, is what is ultimately going to happen to Michonne if Michonne is truly Andrea. I would say probably, or something along those lines. Hmm. Yeah. So I give that a big, hmm. Hmm. You know something. Do your own research. I'm not giving anything away. You know something. No, 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 no. (laughs) However, if, again, I say, if Michonne becomes the sniper, this is another X against Sasha. Another reason we won't need Sasha if she's not playing the role of sniper. Yeah. Okay, we'll get back to Sasha. So the ceiling caves in, just like it did a few seasons ago. And then you just hear laughter. (laughs) Yeah, and they're giggling. And I'm like, I guess they're okay. (laughs) Well, they go to commercials, so we don't know at this point. Go to commercial, another scene from Fear the Walking Dead, Passage, the little miniseries. Did you see it this time? Actually, I missed it because I was uh, fast-forwarding. Were you zip-zip-zipping? Yeah, zip-zipped. I normally always see it, but I zipped. I miss my old TiVo that used to go bloop-bloop-bloop when you you fast-forwarded. Now my DVR just goes... I know, me too. Doesn't make any doesn't make any sound. No. I want TiVo. <laughs> Do they still make those? Okay, so I don't get corrected. TiVo makes TiVos, and Directv makes TiVos again. But there are limitations on what the oh. TiVo can do. So Directv really wants you to have their DVRs. Yeah. But they're back in business with TiVo, so it has the TiVo functionality, but it doesn't let you do some of the things that the DVRs made by Directv do. Yeah. And I won't give that up. Look up on their website. I'm not getting into it. But <laughs> there are still TiVo units that you can get. Okay. All right. Because I loved, I was, I had TiVo like in 2000. Wow. The, the minute it came out, I said, I have to get this. <laughs> and I'm, boop, 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 Anyway, so uh, we come back and uh, we're at Alexandria. Rosita is yelling at Father Gabriel. She's a nasty bitch this season. <laughs> she really is. She was so mean, like, son. Well, you know, her ex-boyfriend got his head bashed in, but it was uh, her ex-boyfriend. Just to rewind really quick, like, Tara gave her this scar healing stuff, and she, like, threw it back at her. I'm like, Yeah, Dude. I don't need that. She was rude to she Sasha. I'm not your friend just because we slept with the same dead guy. God. What happened to the nod? What happened to the nod when she <sighs> nodded at her at the hilltop? I know. She took with the nod back. Took the nod back. Anyway, she's saying, I blame you. If you would have let me do what I wanted to do with, the, with my gun... Um, Spencer would be alive, Olivia would be alive, Eugene would still be here, I wanted to kill Negan, you talked me out of it. Listen, you took your shot at Negan and you shot his, his bat. You missed. You missed. Because you had to yell at him so he'd be alert. You should have just walked up on behind him and, and shot him. And just done it. But you had to, you had to like make a big scene and pull the gun out. and then Father Gabriel didn't deserve all that blame because that was mostly on her. But then he sort of motivates her and he's like, listen, don't blame me. You know, I'm glad I meddled and I did what I did. He kind of Jedi mind tricked her a little bit. But then he says, it's your life. Anything can still happen. You have to take action. Yep. And so Rosita is now off, we see later, to go get, we don't know what. She's just off. Going to get guns again. Okay? Back to Rick and Michonne. They're eating like They're eating like pigs. They're eating chili out of bags. They're eating all kinds of stuff. And there's candles lit and they're kissing. It was romantical. Very romantical. <laughs> As it turns out, Greg Nicotero based that scene on the final scene of the old classic movie, which is redundant, 16 Candles. Yes. Where they sit the same kind of way on their knees, with a, there's a birthday cake lit, right, and they kiss. He based it on that. I thought it was nice. I went, it was really cute. Yeah, I looked at that scene again, and it's pretty similar. I think they're on different sides of the scene, but it was cute. So that's where he got the idea from. He wanted a romantic and emotional scene and they were very um lovey-dovey and she's never looked at him like that before like sheepishly and 
Yeah, she was a kind of big mush. Like an yeah, she was a big mush. That's that's exactly how to put it. So Michonne wants to know what happens after they get the guns. They get Jadis and the junkyard people to fight. They kill Negan. Whoever else they have to kill, then what? Someone has to lead the other communities, and she says it should be Rick. Rick says he doesn't want that unless it's with Michonne. If Michonne wants that, if she does too. Together. Together, he's in. She says yes. I I think that was a semi-proposal. A lot of people are saying that. Like, was that his way of going, hey, you know, if you want to lead, I'm going to lead. I'll be the king, you be the queen. Yeah, just, uh... You know, we'll be together, you know? <laughs> no ring. Like, he could have put, like, a like some kind of, like, macaroni on her finger or I, something. <laughs> or stolen a ring off a walker or something. Like, didn't Glenn do that for Maggie? Yeah. Yeah. How romantic. Oh, dead people. Anyway, um... So they're like, oh, let's go get guns tomorrow. We can wait. Whatever you want to do. This place is secure. We can hang out here. Have yeah, the, Rick does not want to leave. Have the sex. sex. Right. <laughs> anyway, they go to sleep, and we, they may have had more sex. We don't know. Rick wakes <laughs> up. Rick can't sleep. He's clearly worried about something. Yeah. Which we find out later what he was worried about. Back to Alexandria. Tara is with Judith. Now, I, I have kids. How did Judith, in a few episodes, go from Negan holding her as a little baby, and she hasn't aged in two seasons, boom, she's a year and a half old with long hair, and she's reaching for things. It looks like she might be able to walk soon. Yeah, she's sitting up by herself. By the way, the kid looks like, doesn't look like Lori or Shane. No. Looks like Andrea a little bit, but I don't know. They couldn't find another kid willing to be in The Walking Dead? (laughs) I don't know. So, I'm... I don't know. All of a sudden, she aged. Like, is she going to be in high school in a couple of weeks? Yeah. Well, like Carl, they had to keep Carl, but Judith, they keep... I think they've had 16 Judas, I read. Have they? Yeah. Hmm. This this particular Judith is a twin Judith. Of course. Yeah. You have to. You can't have them on the set too long. Yeah. Anyway, Tara starts confessing and talking to Judith. Should I tell them about Oceanside? If I tell them, they're going to go there, they're going to want to take their guns... But they they should fight with us because their men were killed. By the no. way, what did she hand Judith? I couldn't tell. She said cigarette. Someone... It was a cigarette. That's what? I would... No. <laughs> oh, I forgot. stop it! I was like, what? That <laughs> <laughs> was, cr- was crack, you got crack me pipe. For a minute. I did get you. <laughs> uh, mark that down, folks. I got her. I don't know what it was. I don't. I don't who knows? He, she was like somebody special gave this to me. They saved my life. But then she handed it to the baby, and I'm like, well, what was it? I couldn't tell. Something know. Denise gave her. I'm assuming. If you know us, tweet us. I don't know. A lesbian toy. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Some kind of thing. Crack Kids back. like vibrating things. I, <laughs> oh, my God. Could have been that. I don't, I don't, I don't think don't, it was that. All right. I don't know what it was. Anyway, she then comes to the conclusion that, no, they would fight against us. It's not going to turn out well. And, like, why are our lives better than their lives? But then she says, but we want to fight people that are going to hurt other people. Yeah. I think that's where she realized, I'm going to save a lot of people if I, if I give them up. But she doesn't make a decision yet. Back to Rick and Michonne. More sex. More sex. They're ready to start <laughs> picking off the walkers. Now, I have to give Ronnie Hayes credit again for Make a Path Presents. He says, why didn't they just use the guts trick? Why didn't they just cover themselves in walker blood, walk around, and stab them all in the back of the head and call it a day? Oh, now, yeah, we, that's we've true. talked about this on, on Fear the Walking Dead. Every two seconds, uh, they're putting blood on themselves and yeah. walking around walkers. True. Nick does it every episode. Literally every episode. Yet, Rick has only done it twice, I think, and Michonne 
I don't know if she's done it. Just once, right when they were escaping the house in Alexandria. Right, right, right. That's on, it. on No Way Out. That's it. That was it. And I called I called bullshit on Michonne uh, a few seasons ago in the Glenn episode at the dumpster when they were in that uh, pet shop. Yeah. And they killed two walkers in the back room, and then they ran out into the walkers. They had two walkers there. They could have put the blood on them and gotten out. I remember that you called bullshit. Yep. So maybe Michonne doesn't like having walker blood on her. I mean, it made for a good scene, but I would have just put the guts on. and That would have uh, made sense. Would have made sense. And and as Ronnie said from YouTube, at least if they referenced it. At least if they said, do you want to put the guts on? And she's like, I hate that. Let's just kick some ass. Yeah. Then it would have been like, yeah, badass. As opposed to, hey, why weren't you thinking? True. So they should have at least acknowledged it and then moved on. But they didn't do that. So Rick says, I'll take the one by the car. And I'll get the car, we'll, I'll get in the car and we'll push the car into the hole in the fence where that whole other group of walkers is. We'll block them off oh. and we'll take care of the ones here. And Michonne says, so <laughs> you're leaving me with eight? Which was kind of like... It was kind of funny, this yeah. scene. He's like, you can handle eight. So he's like, hey, uh, it's about doing it quietly, you know? Uh, you, you've got the, uh, you got the sword, so... You know, that's the only reason I'm saying I'll do one, you do eight. It's about being quiet, right? So... And she's like, y- you can handle it. So Rick can't get in the car. This was kind of cool. The walker, a soldier walker, oh, God. had this his head through the windshield, and he couldn't get in and to, to knife the thing in the head. Because he had a helmet on. Had a helmet on, and he was reaching with his hands. Brilliant um, stunt that they planned. Yeah. Brilliant trap. So he's got to pull the thing out of the windshield, and he pulls his foot off, Ugh. which somebody tweeted at the Talking, De- at Talking Dead last night, uh, the agony of defeat. <laughs> Then he pulls again, and the bottom half of his body comes oh, off. Oh, God, that was nasty. It, it was nasty, but it was cool special effects. Yeah. Um, so Michonne, Michonne goes about killing her eight walkers two at once. Did you see that when she went? Oh, that Koo! was freaking awesome. Through both their heads at once. Both that their heads so at once. That was so cool. So she starts pushing the car that Rick is driving when he finally gets the thing out of the windshield. And a giant walker soldier with an M16 starts walking towards her. Did you have to rewind that? No. Oh, I did, because I thought, I thought, who the hell's shooting at her? And then I realized what was happening. So what they did was the, the, um, the special effects people tied a string to the gun to make it fire. But in, in, this, in the TV show, yeah. it looked like the walker was firing at her. Yeah. Now, that would lead some people to believe the whispers were there. Look that up. I'm not telling you what that is yet. But it was just an accidental firing. Yep. Accidentally, this walker that's been there at least for a couple of years, suddenly now... Fires at Michonne. He got stuck on these, uh, like, metal, po- met- uh, sorry, wooden spikes. Right, so I guess he never walked into the spikes before. And the gun went off. The gun went off, didn't hit her, hit some other walkers, and I th- maybe the car, I don't know. But uh, that, that's what happened there. Um, she jumps in the trunk of the car as it's rolling. And Rick's like, this thing has no brakes. And they go riding into the other end where they didn't want to go, again, surrounded by walkers. God. He says to Michonne, are you okay? She says, yes. And then he says something. I think he says, I think the wheels were shot in. Oh, I I know what he said. He goes, you think we overshot this? Is that what he said? Yes. Oh, you were telling me this before, but now I know this. Yeah, he goes, you think we overshot this? And they were said, "Uh, yeah, I think by a little bit. Meaning, No, she says, you think or you know? And he says, I know. They took too much on. So that's what he said. Yeah. I watched it four times. Yeah, he said, you think we overshot this? I All I heard was, I think the wheels are shot in. 
So I thought, like, we can't drive the car. The wheels are shot, but they couldn't start the car anyway. Yeah, and there was So no they brakes. overshot it. Yeah. So then, then um, he says, it was a good plan, though. And she says, it was a good plan. They kind of were really calm for the situation they were in. Almost jokingly well, about it. Yeah. So here's where I want to... I, I had said this last week. You called bullshit. I called bullshit last week, but unofficially. I said, in the trailer, it looked like... They jumped through a sunroof, and I said, isn't it convenient that they have a car, always in a car with a sunroof to get out? So, uh, Fredo B, uh, at Fredo underscore B says, Rick is so lucky every vehicle he gets stuck in has a sunroof. I call BS. Yeah. Now, I called that last week, but I'm officially calling it bullshit now. We don't want them to die. No. But every old car they find, not not every car has a sunroof. Yeah. What would they do in that situation without a sunroof? Dead. Well, the windshield was mostly gone, so they could have kicked the windshield out yeah, and then slid onto the hood and done basically the same thing. Because they didn't jump from the roof. They jumped onto the hood and then jumped... Yeah, and then jumped in onto the other side. And somehow Michonne got out of the trunk into the car to come up through the roof. Now, I know some cars, the seats fall down. Yeah. But a lot of them, they don't. So, double bullshit. They just <laughs> happen to be in a car where you can get out of the trunk through the seats. With the sunroof. And I'm going to go look that car up and see if that even came with that option. Because <laughs> the last car I had that did that was maybe a 2000. Oh, my God. And not since have I had a car with a seat folded down so I can get access to the trunk. Yeah, they don't, I don't think the new a, ones do that, really. It's, well, it's a, it was a safety thing and a storage thing. Like, if you skied, you could put the thing down and the skis or could like go. Or, like, if you get kidnapped. Yeah, if you get kidnapped, right. <laughs> but then it was a safety, it was a, it was a theft thing because you could pull the seat down and get in the trunk. Yeah, well, yeah. Or get in the trunk and then get into the car. Oh, God. Double-edged sword. So, possible double bullshit. So, they jump from the car over a fence into the swinging chair ride, and they start picking off the walkers, and of course, he goes, the fence isn't going to hold, and the fence collapses, and now now they're running. They're running, you know, away from the herd that's now after them. What did you think at that point? What were they going to do? I thought they better start swinging that axe and that katana. Yeah. So Rick says they really don't have a choice right now. Rick tells Michonne, "You take the slide. I'll take the uh, the Ferris wheel." And oh, he goes, "Oh, we can go unless you think we can do this." And they're very calm. The herd's coming. And yeah, they're really calm. They're like, "We got this." And there was a lot of walkers. So Michonne, as the herd approaches, says, "I know we can. Like, yeah, let's do this." They're not afraid of anything. No, they're not. There used to be like two walkers. You freaked out a little bit. Now they're like, "Oh, 30? Oh, 30, We got this. We That's got this." Nothing. So Rick grabs a stick with a hook on it. Yeah. So he doesn't have to use his gun. And she's got her katana. And they start killing people left and right. They kill them, the walkers. Because the walkers come up to the fence. They can't get over the little fences around the rides. So it brings them right there. Everything's going great. And then Rick sees something. Did you yell at the TV? Because I did. I go, what are you doing? Yeah, I was like, what are you doing? You don't need this. Unless it's more guns, whatever it is, take care of the walkers. Take care of the walkers and then do it. So he climbs the uh, the Ferris wheel, and he sees the worst, the worst CGI <laughs> deer. I mean, it looked like a video game was inserted. It, it looked like a cartoon. They should have just oh taken Bambi, God. a cartoon, and put. Look, I know they spent a lot of money on 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 Shiva because it looks decent. But after last week with the junkyard and the green screen of the junkyard and what may have been a plane flying by in the junkyard, <laughs> after that fiasco. Oh. The deer look pretty bad. Yeah. 
You couldn't get a real deer and put the deer there? I thought that too. I'm like, why isn't it just a real deer there? It wasn't like they showed the deer being eaten and alive where you no. needed to CGI it. Put a real deer there. Yeah. Or get a, I mean, get a deer and then superimpose the deer there. But this was like a computer-generated looking deer <laughs> that a kid did. <laughs> so I called cheap shit. <laughs> so he sees the deer. And he's looking at the deer that he promised Michonne. And then he sees the walkers coming. Now, at that point, I figured he's going to shoot the deer to put it out of its misery. Because he's not getting the deer. Or he's going to try to get the deer to run away. But before he can do that, he falls. A girder breaks. I thought he got shot. No, it was he was started climbing up that Ferris wheel. And then the, uh, the frame gave out. That's what you saw. The metal snapped. But the, at the first time it happened, I heard I heard it, a, a boom. It did sound like a gunshot. And he fell. And then you see like, metal swinging. Who shot Rick? Yeah. yeah. Then I, I went back and I saw that the metal was swinging. But I, I'm assuming other people maybe thought he was shot. I did too at first. It okay. did sound like that. So he hits the ground. Oh my God. And of course his gun flew away. Yeah. And he's surrounded by the walkers. They're coming at him. And the deer is somewhere there. I don't know. I don't know where the deer was at that split second. Yeah. He gets the gun. He doesn't stand up because he's probably sore and starts shooting the walkers, but there's more walkers than bullets. Yeah. Michonne sees this. Oh, God. And she starts running to help him. Okay. Michonne is 20 feet away behind some debris. Yeah. And she's got to move it to get out of the way, and she's watching him fight them. They have him surrounded. And she pauses, and then she moves the stuff out of the way to, to go get him and help him. When she gets through... From the time she was on one side to the other, somehow he was there firing, and then she gets through, and they're on the ground. They're having lunch. They're eating. For a split second, I know you can tweet us at walkers underscore talkers. Let us know how long it took you to figure it out. At any moment, did you think they they, they got Rick? No. No, he can't go that way. instantaneously it was the deer, and that she was going to think that they're eating Rick. Right. But she certainly, certainly thought that it was Rick. But her emotion of thinking that it was Rick, whoo, that got me. She went into a trance. Like, she was so stunned that her life was over. I thought she was going to, she looked like she was going to faint. She dropped her sword. She drops the sword and then backs away. And I thought she was just going to maybe let them eat her. Yeah, again, they can't go out that way. No. But imagine if you would, <gasps> yeah. if the walkers got her and then, okay, so... God. <laughs> so she's in a in a trance. My life is over. Rick is being eaten. She goes like catatonic. Now, Rick didn't scream. Yeah, there was no screaming or anything. So why you were there? She just I think saw him there and then he wasn't and then they're chowing down. Now all of a sudden cuz she didn't know about the deer. She didn't know about the deer. All of a sudden Rick comes out of a box. Yeah. Like a thing that was there. He opens it up and he sees her dazed. He reaches for the sword. Throws it to her. Throws it to her in midair. Then she snaps out of it. That thing could have killed her. Imagine the sword killed her. Like it landed. Oh my God. Yeah. So she snaps out of it. He's not dead. This is, by the way, this is not a Glenn moment. This is not a Glenn dumpster moment. Because the dumpster moment, we saw Glenn die. Yeah. We saw, I mean, it appeared Glenn died. It looked like his guts were being eaten. Right. They made it look as much like like Glenn died as possible. This is not the case. No. We did not see Rick's legs sticking out while they were eating. This was clearly, she was confused, but we shouldn't have been confused for more than a second. To me, the fake Heath Walker. Oh, 
Oh my God. That, that was, was worse. That was worse than Glenn. It was a woman walker. I'm doing retro bullshit. I'm calling retro <laughs> bull. I know I call bullshit, then I'm calling it again. The fact that there happened to be a black walker with dreadlocks on the bridge yeah. that wasn't there before, not covered in the white powder, so that for a split second she could be confused. The same way they, that that um, Madison's daughter thought it was her, oh, the blonde yeah. walker on Fear the Walking Dead. So, okay, that was bad. This was a split second of maybe the viewer being confused, but you knew the deal was there. This was about Michonne being tricked. Yeah, I, I don't think they thought they were going to fool most listeners. I most don't viewers. think any viewer would think they were going to let Rick go out like that. Right, he has to go down in a blaze of glory. The war is coming. You know he's going to fight think, Negan. He's in the next preview. <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, imagine if he died there. Oh my God! You're building this whole season where he's being punished and he's depressed. And and they and, and he dies there. It's not possible. No, the whole army thing. So that he's building a, an army to fight Negan, and he goes out at an amusement park. <laughs> no. By the way, do we wait? Do we mention this yet? No ducks. No ducks. There no ducks. No, so back Man. to the the preview pictures before the season started. We saw the 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 things that we were going to see this year. Yeah. Now we saw the explosives with the lights and the trip wire and a lot of the other things in those pictures. I said the ducks were from a carnival. They went to a carnival. We didn't see the ducks. Unless it was super fast, but I didn't see any ducks. I was looking for them. I saw the bottles. Yeah. I didn't see the duck game. I was kind of disappointed Maybe by they that. ran by the duck game really fast and we didn't see the ducks, per yeah. se. This is what we're upset about. <laughs> that we're we didn't upset, see the ducks. upset about the ducks. <laughs> anyway, they end up killing everybody after Rick and Michonne hug. Michonne hug is very dramatic. Jumps in his arms. Everybody, they kill all the walkers. They collect all the guns. You kind of, of in that moment when she jumps in his arms, realize just in how intense their relationship is. Yeah, it's really, it's really getting there. Yeah, it's it's deepening. Considering when she first came to the prison, he didn't want to let her in. She was nasty when she well, first she was, appeared on the show. But she had the baby formula and the diapers and everything. <laughs> She's trying to be nice. Anyway, they drive home, and on the way home, Rick pulls over and tells Michonne how he can't sleep because of all they have lost. Their friends... Glenn, he couldn't save Glenn. Glenn saved him in the beginning of the outbreak. Yep. Remember at the tank? He said, I couldn't save him. Now, here's where I want to talk about the show in general. Okay. It's nice to finally see somebody remembers somebody. Right? He remembers Glenn. Yep. Previously, does anyone talk about T-Dog? Does anyone miss T-Dog? There's no mention of Beth. There's no mention of Beth. Herschel. Right. Okay, so I'll get to that. Does Sasha, she's upset about Abraham, right? Does she mention Tyrese ever? <laughs> or, or Bob. Her brother or her boyfriend, Bob? Boyfriend, Bob. They, who turned into a shish kebab. Nobody ever says, right? <laughs> Does Maggie ever mention Herschel or Beth? Wow, no. Even when Beth was missing, she never mentioned Beth. <laughs> that, that was so effed up. That's so true, though. When Beth went missing, she's like, eh, I'm just going to hop on this bus with Glenn and Eugene and go to D.C. and forget about right. my sister. From what we can tell, Sasha dated Abraham for a few weeks. A hot minute. That's it. I mean, they were friends, but their relationship was only a month. Yeah. And she's mourning him at the grave. What about Tyrese? Her own brother. Never mentions her brother. Give me a moment where somebody thinks about somebody else. Dale? Nobody mentions Dale? What about oh, Dale? Oh, Dale. Right. No one mentions Andrea. No one mentions it. Oh, we miss Andrea. You think Michonne, when he said Glenn, you think she would have said, I miss Andrea. There's really no mention of Lori much either. Yeah. Well, Lori. Well, you know what? The baby. Shane killed her. Yeah. Ultimately, Shane killed Lori because Shane got her pregnant. Ugh. Judith killed Lori. <laughs> 
So little, I, I just little ass kicker. I'm glad somebody remembered Glenn's dead. Meanwhile, nobody seems to care other than Rosita that Eugene's missing. We True. talked we talked about it last week. By the way, Rosita mentioned or, or they were talking on The Walking Dead, Eugene said that nobody mentioned he's missing except Rosita. <laughs> yeah. But I think he was an episode off because this is the week this she is mentioned. The episode. He was a week off. But either way, she's the only one saying Eugene's not here. Nobody's talking about Eugene. We have to go get Eugene. They had to go get Daryl. True. But not Eugene. Everybody was upset Daryl was gone. They had to find him. I got to be honest. If I'm Eugene living on Easy Street, they treated me like crap at Alexandria. No one's coming to look for me. Maybe I am going to stay. Maybe he is Negan. Maybe he is Negan. <laughs> He's utterly and completely Negan. Cold. I get it cold now. Cold stone Negan. Yeah. So Rick says we're going to fight them. We're going to lose people. Maybe even lose each other, but it'll be worth it. Michonne says I can't lose you. And Rick says, that life that we had where we surrendered, that wasn't a life. What we're doing now, fighting for a life for Judith, yep. for Maggie's baby, we, we can lose each other. It's about a future. It's, if it's me or you that's still here, you can lead if I, if, I, if I die. She didn't want to hear that. Great line, though. She says, how do you know? Like, how do you know I can lead? And Rick says, because you led me to where I am now. You led me here. Yep. I don't know if she could lead other people, but she... Can talk Rick into what she needs to do. Okay, so we're at the junkyard. Here's where I'm going to have some questions. You had three problems. I'm trying to remember them now. <laughs> okay, so they give Jadis 63 guns. High-powered rifles and you know, big guns. She asks if they're operational, and she wants them cleaned. And Rick's like, we cleaned a bunch of them. He's like, we oiled and cleaned a bunch. Yeah, you tomorrow, do the rest. You do the rest. And, and one of her women is like, no, I'm not doing that. Like, they don't want to do anything. They're lazy. So she sort of implies they need more guns. That's not enough. That's an, that's half of what we need. She flat out said it, didn't she? Yeah. More. Well, she has more guns. He's like, we, we had a deal. I get you a lot of guns. That's a lot of guns. That is a lot of guns. Yeah, it's not enough. It's enough to fight for you, but it's not enough for us to have for us. We need twice as many guns. So he says, we're taking 10 back to get you more guns. She says five. Now, I like the way you said she sounds like Yoda. She does. Speaks. She's like, five you will take. Yeah. <laughs> five take you. Yeah. And he says, I want ten. Six. Ten. Nine and the cat back. <laughs> that was a like, great she line. She loves negotiating. Yeah. She just wants That's to. That's her thing. She wanted that cat back that she, she didn't even see him take, but she knows it's gone. Giant ass junkyard. She knows the cat is gone. Freaking metal cat. Metal cat. Cat's gone. I want the cat back. Okay. Remember when Rick was negotiating for Beth with the cop, Diane? Oh, yeah. He says, I want Carol, and I want Beth. Let's get out of here. And the cop says, I want Noah back. And he's like, no, and, and, and Noah's like, I, I'll go back. Don't worry about it. Where was Rick the negotiator then? Rick should have been like, you're not taking him, not part of the deal, and they pulled guns on her. Like, I thought he, he's gotten to be a better negotiator. Yeah. So he tells Jadis, 20, and I keep the cat. I get the guns, and we fight together. Say yes. Just like her. And he threw the say yes at her. She says, yes, more soon we'll fight. <laughs> Yoda. Mm. 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 More soon we'll fight. <laughs> fight we will. <laughs> so here's my question. I thought it was really freaking strange. I, I understand that that scene was a good scene. 
And maybe it was because he thought that was enough guns. But they don't really have any guns at Alexandria. So he wants 10 to have for them. Then he takes 20 because he said he wants 20, right? Yeah. Why not just give her 53 in the first place and keep 10 and not tell her? Oh, yeah, that's true. And then if she says we need more guns, go come back the next day and go, we found 10 more. Yeah, then you look good. But if you want to keep 10... Duh. Now, I did, he, okay, did he only want to keep 10 because she said we need more guns? No, I think they actually want to, you know, they want to go out and look, but they need some protection. Right. So if you give her the 63 guns, the junkyard people can fight, but Alexandria still can't fight. True. So I'm not sure that the situation with the guns, why they wouldn't keep 20 for Alexandria, give her 43, which is a lot of guns, and then see what she says. Should give her 63, which she says isn't enough, and then you go, I want some back? Yeah, now Rick has nothing. It, I didn't like, so, okay. It doesn't add up. Is it possible Jada and the junkyard people, the scavengers as they're officially known now, do they betray Rick? In other words, do they get all the guns and have so many guns, they then tell Rick, go screw yourself. We now have 100 guns. You can't handle us, and oh, we're not going to fight. Like, do they, because now... In the scenes, it looks like there might be reason for Hilltop to change their mind. And if they go and get Oceanside Ooh. on board, do they not need the junkyard anymore? Ooh, because somebody, they say um, they betray our group. So. Well, Morgan said someone from the group betrays the oh, group. Oh, someone from our group. But does Jadis betray, like, does, or does Jadis, I, I don't know what to figure with her. I can't tell, but that, that could happen. Because she overthrew Winslow, right, we've learned. Yeah. On, like, sort of not on the show, though, we learned that. Yeah. And if she's that kind of leader, is she threatened by Rick? I'm sure she is. She said yes. She and let him out negotiate gun, her. With all the guns, uh, they're going to have the power. Unless they use the guns to get Negan's food and wealth. Like they, I mean, they, they still might be on board. I just maybe trust her a little bit less. When she wanted more guns again, yeah. uh, something's screwy there. When Rick's like, there's 63 here. That's a lot. And the fact that they're not in the comic book tells me that they don't necessarily have to be in the war coming. Hmm. So I'm I'm just I'm putting my so I, I'm calling a little BS on the guns. I'm calling a little BS on, on possible betrayal. Okay. But I just wouldn't have given her 63 if you want some back anyway. Yeah, you're right. Why didn't they just keep 10 or 15? Yeah. So that's that's I'm calling foolishness. Fool, uh, foolishness. Yes. Okay. Not so much bullshit, but foolishness. <laughs> okay. Back to Alexandria. Tara walks outside the house. Conveniently runs into Rick. She says, "Oh, I was just coming to see you." Rick says, "Rosita's missing." She didn't make her shift. Didn't make her shift. And they're like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't tell you. I don't know where she is. Could have said she's probably out looking for guns. I think she said that. She's probably out looking for guns. Yeah. She did say that. Tara says, I have something to tell you. Clearly, we assume it's about Oceanside. Uh, that's what I would think. Right? You have to. I mean, what, I mean, she's been panic in panic worry over this and debating whether she should tell him or not. Right. Because Rick is like, oh, why were you coming over to see me? Unless she's like, I just want to tell you, Judith grabs things now. Yeah. <laughs> I gave Judith a vibrator. Leave her alone. <laughs> Judith just aged five months. Right. If you hear vibrating coming out of Judith's room, I just, it's a little toy. It's nothing. It's Dr. Denise's toy. She's not going to use it anymore. All right. So the last scene of the show is at uh, Hilltop. Rosita walks over to Sasha, who's at Abraham's grave. And Sasha's like, oh, did you come here to pay your respects to Abraham? And she's like, no, I need your help. She looks at her. And Sasha she knows, knew immediately. Knew right away what was going on. And Sasha doesn't even have to. She goes, okay, fine. One condition, I take the shot. Yep. I get to take the shot. Rosita says okay and gives her a huge gun so she That's can take the shot. That's a badass big gun. It kind of looked like the gun that Michonne shot 
from the roof. Yeah, it did. It was huge. It had all these parts and scopes and Yeah, it's a sniper gun. Like yeah. okay. So Rosita tells Sasha that they have these guns, but Rick isn't ready yet. Like he's not ready. And Sasha's sort of like, Yeah, he's not ready yet. We gotta do this. Yeah, and, and um what's her name? Rosita said there's there were nothing but excuses over there. Right. Like we excuses. Do, we need to do this. Look, Rosita, you got Olivia killed. Shut your face. Here's she what she left. Take le- it a step down. Here's here. what she left out from talking to um, Sasha. What she didn't tell Sasha was, because Sasha hasn't been to Alexandria. We've got the junkyard on board. Um, some of the hilltop she already knows is on board. They're trying to get the kingdom. She doesn't know about the kingdom. Yep. Sasha was there, but they don't know what the, what the status is with the kingdom. Fine, but you didn't tell Sasha. We have sixty three guns. The junkyard's pretty much on board, and we just need a few more guns, and we're ready to go. She left that part out. She acted like they have nothing, and they're not doing anything. Yeah, they found some guns, but uh, they're making excuses. You're oversimplifying it because you want Sasha to work with you now. Yeah. The girl that you told, we're not friends. <laughs> so Rosita says, I know about the sanctuary inside and out because Daryl and Carl described it to me, and I memorized it. And Sasha says, I know about the outside of the sanctuary because of what Jesus told me. Jesus made her a map. Yeah. But they both understand it's a one-way mission. If they get captured, they can't get captured because that'll give them an advantage. Yep. They have to go out in a blaze of glory. Oh. Are they both Holly? From what we've, we've been talking about? <sighs> They're like morphing together here. Do they both die? Now, in real life, in real life, the actress who plays Rosita is pregnant. I, yeah, I knew that. And in real life, the actress that plays Sasha is... Going to another show. Star Trek. So they, they both have reasons to spend less time on the show. Now, what could happen is that Sasha gets killed blatantly. And then Rosita is a uh, cliffhanger. R- right. Rosita gets captured the way Holly got captured in the comic book. Yeah. And we don't see her for a while. And that would help Rosita have the baby. And we would not have to see the pregnancy in and the off season. Comes back. Comes back. Yeah. Or they both get captured and Rosita escapes unpregnant. And Sasha becomes Holly, for those of you who know what happens to Holly. I think Sasha's definitely dead meat. Yeah, it's just a matter of are they both dead meat. I think the theory of that Rosita, we're not going to know exactly what happened, that we're going to come back to her later, is more what's going to happen. And Sasha, like you said, is going to be a blatant kill. We know she's dead. But do they both die? I would think not. In the comics, Sasha doesn't exist. No. And Rosita lasts a decent amount, a lot longer than this point in the comics. That doesn't mean anything. No. I'll tell you what. I'll explain in a little more detail what happens to Holly after we shut this shit down. Okay. So if you don't want to know what I think is going to happen to Sasha, I know you're like, he's teasing us. How can I not listen? Just in case, if you don't want to know. But I think that's what's going to happen to Sasha. And I think Rosita will escape or get captured and then escape. Okay. To cover up the pregnancy. But she has to live with the fact that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So let's talk about the scenes for next week. There's two, there's two, there's two scenes for next week. Man. Uh, The first scene that we see at the end of the episode, Carol walks out of her house, goes to the kingdom and asks Morgan if everything's okay. She didn't believe Daryl clearly. Yeah. Or she didn't believe him 100%. She knew something was going on. Now the question is, does Morgan lie to her to keep her calm because he doesn't want her to fight or does he tell her the truth and Carol's badass back? I think Morgan's going to tell her the truth. But Morgan knows that's going to lead to war. Well, he just got his stick taken. He did. Now what we don't know does Carol going to the kingdom happen after the pickup goes wrong? We don't know. We All can't right. tell at the time frame. Speaking of the pickup, in the in the clip, Ooh. 
Gavin and his savior show up at the kingdom again for their drop-off. And it looks like they're getting pigs again because they've got the pig truck. Yep. Before that happens, though, we see the kingdom standing by a grave that says, bury me here. We don't know what that means. We don't know who dug it. We don't know what it stands for, but we see that. So Gavin and the saviors are there. Jared, did you notice that Jared was carrying Morgan's stick? Oh, he's such a... So he brought the stick to the pickup. He's still called shit. Yeah, shit. 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 Jared, shit, Jared. <laughs> Gavin, obviously something goes wrong. Gavin says, I need you to understand the gravity of what's happening here. Ugh. Because they've all got guns pulled again. Yeah. Something went wrong again. Then we see Carol killing walkers. There's blood on her face. Back to Gavin. He says, I gave you a choice. What is it going to be? In other words, last week he said, or two weeks ago, whenever it was, he said, you're going to fall in line or we're going to kill Richard. We told you how to bring him. Yeah. Now, we don't know what set them off this time. Maybe they saw the pigs eating the zombie guts or, what, or maybe someone got sick. I don't know. But something set them off yet again. Yep. It looks like that's the scene where someone's going to die. Ezekiel takes a shot. Somebody takes a shot. Well, I was stunned when Ezekiel pulled a gun out. Because now you know shit's about to go right. down. Because he's anti-fighting. Did that happen after Carol got to the kingdom? In other words, is Carol somewhere off watching this and Carol takes a shot? Or did these guys fight it out before Carol showed up? I have a feeling maybe she was watching. But don't they, I don't, I don't know. It's hard to tell the way they do the clips of yeah, you can't lining tell. up the time frame. Can't tell. Before we talk about The Talking Dead, here are the episode descriptions for 13, 14, and 15 that have been released. Okay. Next week, things do not go as planned when a group of kingdomers deliver goods to the saviors during a routine supply drop-off. Well, we know that. Yes. We know, again, things don't go as planned. We said last week that if this happens again, Ben's going to die. Yeah. And that Morgan is going to take Ben's stick. Yep. And And Ezekiel will be fully ready to go to war. Because Richard doesn't die... Because in the clips, there's a scene with them all walking around with guns in town. Unless that was before they met up with the the saviors. Yeah. But I think Richard's too interesting a character to have him be the one that gets killed. And Ben's just annoying. Ben really, yeah. He's I think, just kind of there. I think they made Ben be Morgan's protege to show you what he meant to Ezekiel and to show you what he means to Morgan. Yes. Because those are the two people that don't want to go to war. And by killing Ben... Now they will go They would go both to go to war because of Ben. Yep. So I say bye-bye, Ben. I agree. Bye-bye, Ben. <laughs> That's my prediction. Episode 14 is called Strong Threats. The saviors visit the hilltop unexpectedly, surprising everyone. Uh-oh. That's, I assume, to go get the doctor. Yeah. And hopefully Maggie runs like the wind. Again, I say, if Maggie had waited to cut her hair till after Glenn and Abraham were killed, spoiler, <laughs> then they wouldn't recognize her with short hair. Mm. But she cut her hair for some stupid reason. Well, whatever. And then they saw her with short hair, so now she can't hide with short no, hair. No, she can't. So I think that was a tactical error. And Daryl's on his way there. Daryl is going to the hilltop. So, uh-oh. So episode 14 could be very interesting. Oof. Episode 15 is called Here We Are. A group of Alexandrians embarks on a journey. One member of the group must make a heartbreaking decision. I'm assuming that's Tara. So that means, based on these descriptions, 13 is the kingdom and Carol... 14 is Negan at the hilltop. Yeah. 15 is the Alexandrians going to Oceanside. Man, it's going to take three episodes for Tara to spill it. Yeah, I guess so before they come back to that. That means episode 16, the finale, is the culmination of them talking to the Oceanside gang, hopefully getting the guns, bringing them back to the junkyard, getting them on board. The hilltop's on board because the fight broke out. Yeah. And... 
I'm sorry, the kingdom. The kingdom. And the hilltop gets on board when they steal their doctor. And that puts everybody in motion for them to, at the finale, be ready to go to war. And that's your cliffhanger. I think they're, we're going to see them just about entering the war, and then it's going to go off. I, I think the scene I've hinted at in the comics, when they're all together ready, yep. is what we're going to see. That's what I think. We're going to see, I think we're going to see everyone in one big pile of people, all of the groups together. Oh, my God. Outside the sanctuary. Chills. And then chills. Chills. And then cliffhanger. Oh, God. Because they said it's going to be upbeat and fun and sexy and all this other stuff. Oh, my God. Ooh, maybe Rick and Michonne, maybe Rick proposes to Michonne in one of the last scenes. Maybe that's the sex, the sexy. The sex. Well, but they're having lots of sex, so. And we don't know who the betrayal is yet. <sighs> yeah, I mean, it could still be Eric. Yeah, it still could be Eric. Or does, does Tara go to the ocean side and go, get them, they're there, get them. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I, I don't know what the betrayal is unless, unless Jadis is the betrayer. But that's not part of the group. Yeah, that's she's not really our group. We still though. don't know about Eugene unless he does something. Eugene right now, I think, is just playing the game. I don't think he's full, but unless he sees them, yet. unless he sees them coming in the finale, approaching Sanctuary, and he says they're coming. They're coming. Oh my God! If he does that, maybe that's the last minute. But again, the actor that plays Eugene, Josh McDermott, said in on Talking Dead, he doesn't yet know if he's a betrayer. That's true. He wouldn't let uh, Scott Gimple uh, give him the right. script early. Right. So. Okay, Talking Dead. Then we'll wrap. Oh, then, we'll so wrap then, we'll, then we'll wrap this shit up. <laughs> Yvette Nicole Brown, super fan, and uh, executive producer Denise Huth. Huth. We're on. Um, no surprise guests. Just the two of them. It wasn't the greatest episode of Talking Dead. Not a lot uh, was exposed. Didn't really learn a lot. There was no cast member giving you insight. So I did think it was funny when they called uh, their little trip a sexcation. What? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Yvette had a great line on the show, though, Yvette Nicole Brown. She said that it looked like there were a lot of flashbacks or callbacks in this episode. So she mentioned falling through the roof. Yep. She said trapped in the car coming out through the sunroof reminded her of Rick trapped in the tank. Yep. Which Rick referenced when he said, Glenn saved me. Yep. Okay. In the beginning, that was it. And she said Rick possibly being eaten reminded her of Glenn at the dumpster. Oh, yeah. And Rick mentioned Glenn again, so that... It was sort of like a full circle, full circle reminder of some of the things we've seen before. So I thought that was interesting. They did a poll. Ninety-seven percent said Rosita and Sasha are making a huge mistake. Oh my God! Totally. Who are the three percent thinking it's a good idea to attack three hundred people? It's a terrible idea. Terrible idea. If you're one of the three percent, I want you to tweet us at Walkers underscore Talkers and explain yourself. Explain yourself in 140 (laughs) characters why you think. Two women with one gun is a good idea Ugh. to go or two guns to go after the sanctuary. No. Then you think you're gonna get Negan walking around the courtyard and you're gonna shoot him from with a sniper rifle. Big dreams. Yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> <coughs> Dead. <laughs> I don't know anything. In the in memoriam scene when they showed the walkers being killed, um, they flashed on the screen this and I thought it was very funny. It said Michonne and Rick's love proves one thing. The couple that slay together stay together. Oh, I well, like slays it. together, stays together. Love that it. was cute. Last week, Josh McDermott said Eugene brings the sex. They made shirts. I don't know if you saw this on Talking Dead. <laughs> they made shirts with Eugene's face and mullet, and it said, uh, "Eugene bring." It said, uh, "Eugene brings the sex on the shirt." <laughs> you can get that shirt at respectthemullet.com oh for one week. Respectthemullet.com only for this week. If you want a Eugene brings That's the sex funny. shirt, they announced the ultimate fan for this week. That gets to come and sit on the couch in a future oh, episode. Man. It was a Michonne and Rick lookalikes. That dressed up as they were cosplaying 
at the season premiere of Talking Dead after the double kill. Yeah. Live. People were like, oh, there's Michonne. Oh, there's a guy who looks like Rick. You guys should take a picture together. They took a picture together, hit it off. Now they're living together and they're, they're a couple. Wow. So they are super fans at one. I thought that was pretty they're cool. They're like the real life Michonne. Yeah. Next week on Talking Dead, we've got Scott Gimple, who's the head writer. Lenny James. Oh, Morgan. Who gets to explain why he did or didn't tell Carol the truth, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Okay. And Michael Rooker, Merle. Oh, my God. I love Michael Rooker. Love Michael Rooker. So he'll be on next week. Um, they showed a sneak peek, another one for next week. Throwback, Merle. Carol is outside the kingdom. Kill it. She climbs up a tree and is killing them with a, with a one-way sign. Yeah, yeah. She, they all this just walk a, into the sign. A little bit heavy, but she's killing a bunch of them. She clears the outside area, and the kingdom opens their gates. She walks through the kingdom doors like a boss. Walks right through them. <laughs> and Ben's like, oh, we were going to clear the walkers out. And she did it all by herself. Done. And and all she says is, where's Morgan? In that way, like, who's Deanna? <laughs> who's Deanna? <laughs> <laughs> who's Negan? Where's Morgan? <laughs> So she's pissed, and she wants. I, she, oh yeah. She probably has to know something's wrong, and that Daryl lied to her, but didn't want to question him on it. Yeah. She, yeah. Okay. So we shutting the shit down, and then we're gonna. I think it's that time. Talk about. Uh, yeah. Okay. So just a couple of notes. Next week, I'm not in studio. Yes. So I will be uh, recording the podcast with you from your garage again. From my garage in my car, <laughs> um, and on my phone. So it's gonna okay. sound. It's gonna sound different. Um, I'm not going to be as detailed because um, I'm not going to be able to, I'm not going to have access to typing and everything. So um, it's going to be, it is what it is for next week. Wish me luck. And uh, <laughs> I'll be back in studio in two weeks for, so episode 49 will be in the car. Okay. And I'll be back for our grand episode 50. Yay. Okay. Which will be episode 14 this season. Yes. So which means we'll get up to episode 52 at the very least. Okay. All right. So it's that time. What time is it? It's time, time to, to shut, shut that shit down. down. Okay. <laughs> and Are we're you ready? Back. All right, and we're back. This is your last chance for a, 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 a comic book spoiler. In the comic book, and I think I've said this right, I can't keep track, Holly rushes the saviors the way these two idiots look like they're going to do. Yeah. She drives a car into the fence. She gets in. She gets captured. We don't see what happens. And then issues later, he sends her back and says, you can have her back as, as a show of good faith. But she's dead. Yeah. She's a walker with a bag on her head. Allah, they did this in fear. They did it in fear with um, uh, Jesse McCartney. Oh yeah, that's right. Right, the, the singer. <laughs> oh boy. And and then they they take. I don't want to tell you what happens when after that. But so what I'm saying is, if one of them gets captured, assume they're not going to get out alive. No, dead. If it follows, and remember, Holly is the girl that Abraham left Sasha uh, left Rosita for. Yes. So. Since Sasha is now Holly in the storyline, I'm not saying it's going to be a good. So it's yeah, it's not looking too. One good. of these two women is going to be Holly. I'm assuming. I think it's Sasha. Now, do they put the bag on the head and do the same thing? Since they already use it in fear, Probably I don't know. Probably not. Who knows? There you go. I like it. So you know what time it is. <laughs> time to shut that, that spoiler shit? down. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>